The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey, fellow DJs, do you want to own a piece of a premium sports book and casino? Well, Moonbet gives you the chance just by holding their MBet crypto tokens. You can buy those tokens right now over at Bit. Forex.com. You can also join the Moonbet ecosystem by heading over to moonbet.org. Use the link in the description so that they know you're a true DGen. Eclipse the competition and make some money with Moonbet. You fools. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here and it is Monday. Max, what's going on? I have not watched the season premiere of Curb yet, so don't talk about it. If you watched it, Arch, I don't want to hear about it. I'll watch it tonight. No, we didn't watch it. We're going to wait for it all to be on HBO Max, the whole thing. You just get, then you're just going to burn yeah, through Yeah, every day we're going to watch an episode. Yeah. Okay, all right. All right, that, that's good. Then I'll just ruin it for you then. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> it was busy. It was a busy Sunday yesterday. There's so much going on. And, and you know, that, that, that Sunday night game was, was so amazing to watch with, with Jimmy Garoppolo out there. You know, it's fantastic. But I'm sure we'll get to that. I'm sure we'll get to that. What's going on, Sex Panther? Oh, well, I was just waiting for my hello, my greeting. Um, yeah. Hey, hi. How is everybody? I don't watch Curb Your Enthusiasm. I suppose that's what we're talking about. Seven and four in college, six and two NFL, one and no in Major League Baseball. I get my wins out there. I speak about my wins because I have plenty of people to talk about my losses when I do bad. So I just get that out right out of the gate. And then, you know, whatever I do wrong, I'm sure Max is going to just punch me in the gut. What a conceited prick. Just fucking opens the show like, oh, I'm going to pat my back. Oh, look at me. Doesn't say a single fucking word when he's wrong. Ever. Ever. I've never heard him say I was wrong. I've never heard him say it. And he's wrong plenty of times. Lies. So many lies. I, I, I eat my crow when I am wrong. So you're the only one with a major league play still left, right? You do. Ha- did yeah. you have you have the Braves? As the only play that's left in ma- in major league, right? Did did I did I take a wild card little? I think you took, I them? think you took the Braves making the World Series, so you might have hit that. I think winning <laughs> winning the the, the national. I think you hit that. We have to go back. Yeah. I don't know if you had. I don't know if it was a World Series win, or if it was the national. I think you might have hit the National League uh, championship. Oh well, I, I will readily admit that was just a, a value lottery ticket. I didn't think it would actually cash. <laughs> No one thought it would actually catch cash. No one. Definitely through the first uh, three fourths of the season, no one thought that. Even going to the end, I thought, well, okay, let's see. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, you you were looking, you were eyeing up the Phillies, like, holy shit, the Phillies might, might take the East. 
Nope, nope, nope. He didn't take him for the World Series or, or to win the pennant. It looks like no, he did. You took him to win the pennant. You got the pennant. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, so yeah, because he had he had the Dodgers and and, and Atlanta as his two plays in the NL. Yeah, yeah. how's our Yankees yeah. play doing, Panther? Yeah, not so good. <laughs> <laughs> Yankees and Dodgers. You know, uh, that's actually like a victory lap. I, I'll lose those every single time. <laughs> right. Well, speaking of things we won, things we lost, Max. I guess we'll start with Max's week seven touchdown. Point number one, we'll call this fail to the Chiefs. Kansas City's in trouble. <laughs> no, I'm not talking about their defense. I'm not talking about Mahomes not throwing a touchdown for the first time since being born. I'm not even talking about them being three and four and tied with the goddamn Broncos for last place in the AFC West. You know why they are in trouble? The KOD didn't stop them yesterday. Really? Yeah. They beat the KOD, and they looked fairly overmatched by the Titans in their 27-3 loss yesterday. You know, if we weren't worried about the Chiefs beforehand, because I really wasn't that worried. I was a little worried. Now I'm a lot worried. I think if you weren't worried, you should be starting now. Point number two, the wrath of Bill. When rookie quarterback Zach Wilson went down with an injury for the Jets yesterday, the game was already out of hand, and Bill decided to do what uh, Bill does. He went for the jugular, the brain, the gut, anything else he could stab his pointed fucking demon horns into, and he just went for it. <laughs> Patriots goddamn destroyed the Jets 54-13. to Single-handedly wrecked my underplay. The Patriots wrecked my underplay yesterday. Thank you, New England. Mac Jones actually had a completely good game from start to finish. Damian Harris ran all over that fucking Jets defense. Uh, New York's going to be might be without Wilson for a while. I know he's getting an MRI on that knee to see what's up with that. I don't think they're going to rush him back, but it doesn't matter anyway, because Mike White did a really good impression of him. He threw for 202 yards with one touchdown, two interceptions. Looked just like Zach Wilson out there. Uh, Actually, you know, White should have probably stopped after his first throw of his career. One for one with a touchdown. That would have been a great way to end his career. Point number three. Well, I'll be sammed. Maybe I took a a little too quick of a liking to Sam Darnold being a competent quarterback. I thought he was being destroyed by the Jets. No, he's just same old Sam Darnold. The the ghosts of the Meadowlands showed up again yesterday. Giants stomped all over the Panthers 25-3. to Darnold, just ineffective. 111 yards, no touchdowns, threw an interception. He was benched in the fourth quarter. It was actually outplayed. Outplayed by Daniel Jones big time. His former New York quarterback in misery. You know, I, I think to give Sam Darnold a little bit of credit, not much. Uh, he did look much better when he had Christian McCaffrey out on the field, but maybe that means that uh, the argument of we should be able to vote for MVP for a player who gets injured, <laughs> I think we should uh, consider that. Point number four, call this one Chase for the AFC North. There are two teams in the AFC North right now with five and two records. One is the Ravens, which was expected going into the season, right? Ravens were supposed to be the team in the AFC North. The other is the Bengals, the team who kicked the shit out of the Ravens yesterday. I think we've all been questioning the legitimacy of the Ravens record this season. And even their big win last week over the Chargers seemed a little suspect. And now Joe Burrow and the Bengals, they showed us why. Arch, your man crush, Jamar Chase. Mm Mm-hmm. 201 yards touchdown. It's a bit of a three-way between Burrow and Jamar Chase. (laughs) (laughs) Insane. You know, and the team that has to be worried, it's not not necessarily the Ravens, it's the Browns. They've got a banged-up quarterback, and they have to wonder if they've just been leapfrogged 
by another team in the AFC North, and that could be the Bengals. Point number five, big favorites, no problem. Cardinals were an 18-point favorite yesterday. The Bucks were a 13-point favorite yesterday. Well, it could have been 26 and 35, respectively. Mm. Cardinals improved to 7-0 on the year. Bucks to 6-1. and Each of them just decimated their opponents yesterday. The Texans managed to get five points, while the Bears, I'm going to say this, uh, no shade thrown here, led by Justin Fields and his three interceptions and 1.9 QBR. <laughs> Got three points on the Bucks. Uh, you know, Vegas might have scared some people off with those big lines yesterday, but if if we keep seeing one-sided matchups like this, I, I'm not even fucking kidding. We might see some college-sized lines on the board for us to ponder with these teams. Point number six, I guess so. When asked if Jimmy G would be his quarterback moving forward, Kyle Shanahan said, I'd guess so. <laughs> might be the best endorsement for a quarterback I have ever heard. It could be worse for Jimmy G. A former teammate could have said, you can't win with a bitch for a quarterback. Oh, wait, that happened yesterday, too. Niners got routed mm. on Sunday night football by Carson Wentz and the Colts. Indy now three and four, moving in the right direction. Niners two and four in big fucking trouble. Extra point here. Goff gonna goff. Lions played a great game against Rams yesterday. I was, I was worried. They had the lead for a good chunk of that game. They had it in the fourth. They gave it up and had a chance to regain it. Jared Goff was driving that team down the field against that Rams defense, had it in the red zone, and then he goffed up the ball. Feeling pressure from Aaron, Aaron Donald, he threw the ball into the end zone, promptly picked off by Jalen Ramsey, and that just killed the Lions' chances of winning that game. And it was the thesis statement of why the Rams had to move on from Jared Goff. If they want to compete for a Super Bowl, they could not have him as their starting quarterback. He's a good QB. Listen, I hate that I have to shit all over him. He's got skills, but he's not the guy a team can trust when it matters most. I've seen it for years now, and now the Lions fans will understand the torture firsthand as well, and that is Max's touchdown for Week 7. Panther, what are your takeaways? Uh, Panthers points to ponder. Let's start with number one teams that have given up 200 or more points so far this season on defense, Miami, Houston, Washington, Detroit, Kansas city, the chiefs. I'm going to rail on this defense for a good good long time. That's not good company to keep. Yeah. Not good company to keep. Uh, which leads to point number two, the Chiefs, we'd like to say they get a bye week this week against the Giants, but it's the Chiefs. Nothing's a bye week. But after that, they face Green Bay, Las Vegas, and Dallas back to back to back. Not only are they already in trouble, their schedule sets them up to possibly be eliminated from playoff contention by the halfway point. This team is in dire straits and needs to get things fixed quickly. Number three, Max talked about the Bengals. Look, if we weren't taking them serious before, it's time to take them serious now. That display against the Ravens, Burrow threw for over 400 yards. Jamar Chase has not been guardable all season long. They've already engraved the Rookie of the Year uh, trophy with his name on it. Uh, This Bengals team is for real, and part of that has to do with their revamped defense. They held that Ravens team to 17 points. They've been playing much better defense, and as we keep mentioning until they lose, they're only six points away from being undefeated. Really, really like this Bengals team. 
Point number four, the Colts, they're getting healthier. They're getting better. But my, I think a couple of the losses they took earlier in the season are going to come back to bite them, and that's because of the schedule moving forward. They still have the Titans, the Bills, the Bucks, the Cardinals, and the Raiders on their schedule. Uh, a daunting task, and what we thought they had a chance, but Tennessee looks like they might be the class of that division, and they're not going to catch the Titans. Uh, point number five, the Cardinals are playing quietly playing defense. I don't know if anybody's – we talk about Kyler Murray, talk about the explosive offense, but if you pay attention, they've only given up over 20 points on defense one time, week number two against the Vikings, given up 27 points in their last three games. If they're going to give their offense defensive support, this Cardinals team is really going to be a force to be reckoned with. Point number six. The Lions are 0-7, and they don't play any of the Jets, Dolphins, Houston, or Jacksonville, who are all 1-6. I point that out because all four of those other teams play each other moving forward the rest of the season. Detroit is well on their way to locking up that number one pick. And it, it's, it's kind of curious because of those five teams, I think the Lions are the better of the five. They, they are, they're playing hard. Dan Campbell's got them playing tough, but the schedule uh, does not do them any favors. Point number seven, again, nothing to do with the NFL. I am going to continue to bet against my Notre Dame Fighting Irish because I lose those bets. They win the games. <laughs> Probably their best showing of the season. Trounce the condoms from USC. So, uh, yeah, go whoever's playing Notre Dame. All right. About Kansas City and you're railing on the defense. It's like a, <laughs> a three and out, three and out, a t a, an interception, a fumble. And then Chiefs fans are like, why is the defense so bad? This is all on the offense in Kansas City. This is an offensive problem massively. I think the defense is probably not very good, but you know, I don't think they're dramatically worse than they were last year. This is a, it's a huge problem. The Chiefs are just... We said regression. I just didn't know regression meant absolute total collapse. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not. the funny thing too is I think it was masked a little bit because they were still putting up some points in some games, and yeah. I think it was a bit of an illusion, right? I think uh, if you look at this offense play, there is just it's not just a step slower; it's just a step off. Whatever it is, in any direction, you know, they just the passes, the catches, everything that they were making over the last few years. They're just not connecting. I don't know mm -hmm. if it's timing. I don't know uh, if something's up with Mahomes, if he's secretly hiding an injury or something like that. But it all starts with him, and he's just not playing to the level that he had been playing. And and that's been the cause of all of this. Because if everyone expected him to be the superhero this year, defenses are going to get more footage on this guy. Mm -hmm. He's going to get you know uh, banged up. Uh, Kelsey, we know, is banged up. Uh, Tyreek Hill... Uh, the the secondaries have have gotten you know wise to what he does out there. They 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 know how to play him a little bit better. I agree. I think the the offense is not putting the defense in a team a position where they can be successful. Yeah, no defense is going to succeed this way. Well, the problem the problem there is starts with the offensive line. People are getting pressure on Mahomes with a four man rush. Mm -hmm. If you if you can pressure Mahomes with a four man rush and then still defend those receivers with seven other guys. That's going to be a really bad day. Now, where you're pointing out yesterday's game of only you know scoring the three points, but the, the week before they put up 42. Like this, this team can score. They've only got a point differential of minus 15. But you know, yesterday what they did, 
it wasn't it's kind of an outlier that's not who they are but at the same time the titans defense just went in and punched them in the mouth and the chiefs didn't have an answer for it the titans defense that really couldn't stop the bills that effectively and they did when they had to but they did let the bills score pretty well too mm-hmm. oh boy it'll be fun times all right i guess we should take a breather here I guess so. Let's talk about Odds Jam, developed by Stanford Engineers. Odds Jam is an innovative solution designed to identify odds that make you the winner every single time. Fastest real-time data to spot discrepancies between different sports books. Help users place risk-free bets. Yes, I said that. Risk-free bets. How is that even possible? Every bet's a risk. Well, not at Odds Jam. Profits average 3% every day adds up to big earnings. There is no catch whatsoever arch you live by odds jam don't you i love that site i love that site so much i do believe we have an affiliate link that you can click on as well and then you can use the smartest betting software on the market beat the book every time with odds jam the future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly but then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about that's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. All right, Monday Night Football, Max. Is that your favorite kind of jam, Hodge Jam? It is now. It used to be, it used to be like Strawberry. grape or something, yeah, but grape, no. grape, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Just reminds me of uh, Spaceballs. They, they, they jammed us. Mm. Raspberry, raspberry jam. Monday Night Football. Saints versus Seattle. You know, it almost seems like a no-brainer here to take the Saints. They're coming off of a bye week, uh, that's allowed them to get healthier. They have a very stout run defense, which has only allowed 100 yards, I think, once this season. I think it's against the, the, the Washington football team. Seattle's way of winning uh, football lately has to be running because then they, you know, they have Geno Smith as their quarterback. Languishing in the bottom of the NFC. I'm not even saying the NFC West. There are two teams in the NFC that have worse records than the Seattle Seahawks right now. That's not good. I've defended the Seahawks in my power rankings thus far because despite the losses, when they have the ball, they're able to score. That's the problem is they don't have the ball that often. Their, their time of possession is not very good. And I think this could be the week where I see a dramatic change in my power rankings. The only thing Seattle has going on for them this week is that they're at home and they're 0-2 at home this year. So that doesn't even seem to matter. Yet, I still cannot trust the Saints. I mean, uh, you know, with Geno Smith, you know what you're going to be getting. Week to week, you know what you're going to get from Geno Smith. With Jameis Winston, you don't. Those swings, those those manic swings between how good he can play and how awful he can play is just too unpredictable to me to bet on a lean on New Orleans. Man, I'm looking forward to these power rankings, see where the Chiefs, Eagles, and Seahawks go in this week. 
Uh, New Orleans at Seattle. I don't like either one of these teams or either one of these quarterbacks. I, I guess the, having an extra week for Geno Smith to prepare gives him a slight I don't know, edge, but it makes him slightly more prepared for this game. Uh, Seattle at home, you know, on a Monday night, the crowd's going to be there. Um, I'm catching four points. I, I think this is a three-point game either way. I'll bet Seattle plus the four points, and I think this the 41 and a half, I think this game gets over that too. So I'll drop a quarter on both those, the Seahawks and over 41 and a half. Ooh. I'll answer that question, you Panther. I'm just going to look, I'm going to sort ESPN by the record, team record, and that's going to be my top 10 power rankings for you. There you go. <laughs> that, be an improvement. That's, that's most, that's most people's power rankings, to be honest. Um, uh, yeah, I know I, Seattle's catching four and a half at home. I like that play an awful lot. Yeah, hopefully. Uh, good Jameis doesn't show up because I'm going to have to follow you, Sex Panther, and put 25 bucks on Seattle. I don't have them winning. I don't have them hardly winning ever, but I do have them keeping it close with, you know, two, three points. So yeah, I'll put 25 bucks on the Seahawks. All right. NBA time. I almost feel like I, I, I shouldn't even talk. I mean, Panther, Panther, why don't you just go? Uh, well, listen, I mean, you, your, your opinion is the only one that matters around here. So go ahead, Panther. Just the NBA. It's all you. Hey, you know, I'll, I'll take the lead here. I, the Panther knows a thing or two about the NBA. Maybe I, here's what I do know. I'm going to start fading the damn Celtics. They're killing me. Bet with them. They're, they're like my Notre Dame fighting Irish. But I'll, let's start with the Bulls then. The Bulls at Toronto. I feel like I'm getting a pretty good sense of who this Bulls team is. A little bit suspect on Toronto. Uh, Boucher coming off the bench kind of throws me for a loop. I, I like him as a player, but for whatever reason, he doesn't get the minutes. He's a shot-blocking machine. I think Toronto needs to be starting him. They haven't. But I like the Chicago team and what I've seen so far, so I will drop the two and a half points and put 10 bucks on the bulls let's rewind to the sunday show where panther said i don't know what i can say about this bulls team because they haven't beaten anyone well they haven't they've been Detroit. okay but no, i know who they are and i like them okay sadly i like them too i think they're going to win today uh ten dollar bet on chicago i'm not i don't like this game at all it's telling me to bet toronto <laughs> i don't like that uh so i'll lay off this game i'm gonna lean toronto it's still early. We're learning our way around. But one of the things I feel pretty good about is New Orleans is not very good. And this was a team that Max and I, I think we liked them last year with the players they had. We didn't like the coaching situation. They fixed the coaching situation, but lost some of the players. Lonzo Ball's not there. Zion's beat up, not playing. And they've not looked good coming out of the gate. Going against a Minnesota team, I'm not in love with this team. But I think as long as Cat stays healthy – and uh, Andrew, um, gosh, shit, I can't think of think of his last name. The, the rookie, oh, Edwards, Anthony Edwards, and uh, D'Lo continue to stay healthy. Minnesota is actually a competitive team. New Orleans right now does not look like they are. I think the T Wolves can cover the five and a half. So I will put ten bucks on Minnesota. Yeah, I guess some moral support here. I do have the Timberwolves winning this game by six points, so I do have them winning and covering, but it was just a little too close for me. Uh, lean on Minnesota. Yeah, I'll lean Minnesota with you guys. I don't really have a strong opinion on this game. <laughs> 
Max has a strong opinion about this last one for me. I really do not. I, I'm, I'm still trying to figure out who Portland and the Clippers are. I don't like the Clippers. I will say that. I don't like the Clippers, but Portland's play is – I'm not having a lot of confidence in this team either. So I think that the play probably is Portland, but that's not where I'm at. I'm not betting the game. I'm betting the total. I think at 232.5, this is going to be a run up and down the court kind of game. I think we get over that. So I'm going to put $10 over 232.5. I mean, there's not a lot of data to go on anything in this, right? There's two games for Portland in the first game. I thought that they were completely washed up and done with. And in the second game, they punched the fucking Suns right in the goddamn face. With the Clippers, though, I can tell you this. The leading scorer, rebounder, and assists guy on the team through two games is the same guy. That just shows the lack of depth and overall talent that this Clippers team has without Kawhi Leonard. I I think Portland can outright win this one. I will. I'm not even going to take the points. A ten dollar money line bet on the Blazers. Wow, gotcha. Plus one thirty is the best I could. Looks like I can find right now. Yep. Uh, yeah, I'd like Portland to cover. Probably win. You're giving me three points with Portland. I think that's a very good play. I will put ten bucks on Portland plus the three. That is all the NBA I have. All right. I got a couple more. Let's do it. Uh, Milwaukee and Indiana. Um, you know, Milwaukee's just banged up. Indy has been able to hang close in a lot of these games so far. Uh, until the Bucks are healthy, I think there could be some money made by betting against them. Uh, I do have the Pacers winning this game, but I'll take the points in this one. $10 bet on Indy. Yeah, I got to wait for the Bucks to get healthy. Plus, I, I've already started, like already into the season. They screw me no matter which way I go. I think Indiana is the deeper team. And, um, you know, they got Miles Turner to block shots and Sabonis, who's an absolute wrecking machine down low. I think the Pacers have a legitimate shot here, but uh, I couldn't get to either side. I'll just lean Indiana. Oh, I like Indiana an awful lot, Max. I have them almost winning most of the time. Almost, almost. It's close. But uh, you give me plus three. I think that's a really good play. I'm going to follow you. Ten bucks on the Pacers. All right. Last one up for me. Let's talk this Washington at Brooklyn game. You know, I, I get it that the Wizards team is not that same high-powered offense that we saw last year. But I don't know if you guys seen Spencer Dinwiddie. He's a former net. He has looked really, really good to start this season. And I think this line is just a tad bit too much for Brooklyn right now, uh, despite the MVP-like tear that KD has started the season with, I just think it's a little bit too much. So $10 bet on the Wizards getting those points. Yeah, I probably should be on this game with you. I, what we've seen out of Brooklyn right now can't instill any confidence. KD's played great. The rest of the team's kind of blah. But you're right about Dinwiddie. He was kind of like the you're not going to get a Westbrook to replace a Westbrook, but Dinwiddie, for the money you have to pay this guy and what he brings to the table, he's like the perfect complement to Bradley Beal. I'll give you a ton of moral support. I wasn't on it, so I won't add it. But, uh, yeah, I think the play is Washington. So uh, a lean on the bullets. Yeah, leaning Washington as well. I think that's a really good play. That's it. You got anything else, Arch? I got one more. Yeah, let's see here. This is a big line. (laughs) Magic play in the heat. Uh, I do think Orlando can keep it within 14. So I am going to do it. 10 bucks on the Magic plus the 14. Yeah, it's funny. Is I, I had it razor thin yesterday. They ended up uh, not losing by 12 to the Knicks. In uh, this one, I have Miami covering this one, but it's just way too many points. So uh, I'll lean Miami. I do think that they can cover this one, but uh, it's this early in the season, eating fucking 14 points just does not seem like a smart play. 
Yeah, Orlando's going to need Cole Anthony to go out there and score 36 and put up 14 boards from the guard spot. The Magic have a lot of issues because that's just not who he is. He's supposed to be the point guard passing the ball. This team really struggles to score, but 14 points just seems like a a huge ask. I think Miami can cover it, but there's no way this early in the season I was betting that. So I'll lean Miami. All right. It's going to 13 and a half to shift at least one book. So I like the sound of that. Let's keep that going. Hockey. We're going to flip over to the NHL. All you guru. Well, you have no plays. Or you're just going to give me the lead. Oh, you got the lead. No, it's your, it's your show Panther. I'm, 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 I'm giving my 80% to you. You now are the 80% guy on the show. <laughs> Yes, I have to get up and do more homework. Uh, let's take a look at Toronto at Carolina. Look, I do not like this Maple Leafs team at all, and yet somehow they're damn near even against at Carolina, who's almost invincible at home. I don't know if I'm missing some injuries here. There's something going on. This line seems really suspect. Every once in a while, Vegas gives us a, a gift. I think this is a gift. I'm jumping on the Hurricanes, 10 bucks on Carolina. Yeah, I didn't like this one at all. I mean, Carolina lost two games, three games all last season at home. Uh, I was getting a plus line on the Maple Leafs before, which was a lean on Toronto with that plus line. But I, it's, it seems like it's almost even right now, right? Uh, yeah, pretty damn close. Mi- yeah. Minus lines at, at a lot of them. Yeah. So I'll lean Toronto here, but no play. It's a weird one. I don't know how to play this one. <laughs> I guess I would just try and get some plus money on this one if I could. But geez. All right, one more game for me. The Kings at the Blues. I would not call myself a Blues fan by any stretch, but I think they're better than some of these not very good teams. I don't think the Kings are very good, and I don't even think they're even better on the road. St. Louis has gotten off to a red-hot start. They're at home. 175 actually almost feels like a value play in this game, so I will put 10 bucks on the Blues. I, I I circled this game and I'm going to bet on this game because I knew the Panther was going to bet on this game and I knew his reasoning for betting on this game and I just looked at it and said this is a team that that just smashed the Kings seven to three on Saturday and that's the line and it's getting better for them it seems off to me I'm again King, St Louis should win this one they should absolutely win this one but the line movement the plus line I'll do the dumb thing and I'll bet ten dollars on L A. I don't hate that play. Looking at the numbers, I think the Kings, I think it warrants a, you know, I think they have a 38% chance to win the game. It seems weird. Yeah, they just right. beat, the, like, St. Louis just beat them 7-3 to three on Saturday, and this is the line? Mm-hmm. It just seems weird to me. I don't hate that at all. I got one more play. Uh, Dallas at Columbus. I have no idea what to think of this Columbus team. I bet against them. I lost. I finally bought into their hype. I lost on Saturday. Dallas, they've won two in a row. They seem to be getting things in order. Uh, my concern about them is, again, they, they're a defensive team. They play close games. And when you, you you don't really like to bet on favorites when they're only winning close games, but I'm going to do it anyway. $10 bet on the Stars. Hmm. I gave this game a look. I, I don't trust Dallas, particularly on the road. They were not great uh, in 2020 on the road. Columbus wasn't great at all in 2020, but they've come out of the gate looking competitive, looking better than they did last year. I kind of like the Blue Jackets at home with that plus line, but not enough to bet it. So it's just a lean on Columbus for me. No, I think that's the right play, Max. I think Dallas, just glancing at it real quick, I think they're going to (laughs) win. Oh, man. Is that it? No more hockey? I'm done. All right. 
I guess that's it then. I'm looking, no, no real comments to speak of. So we talked about NFL, NBA, NHL. Max and Panther both gave you their thoughts on Saturday and uh, or Sunday, and Mac and Panther gave you his thoughts on Saturday. Max, that is it. That is it. Download the DJ's app for Android or iOS and let us know what you think about our picks, your picks, anyone's picks over on Twitter at Betting Absolute. No matter where you listen to that, please. Highest rating, come subscribe, download, and listen to every single episode. Panther, take us home. Let's go home with this parlay. Let's try the Seattle Seahawks with the four and a half, the Chicago Bulls minus the two and a half, and the T Wolves minus the five and a half. Slap those three together, and that'll be today's Panther parlay. We're hanging out on Facebook and mostly Twitter, so give us a shout out. We'll shout right back. Most importantly, let us know what you did yesterday, what you're going to do today, and when it's all said and done, kids, it's all make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.